Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, March the 19th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Josh Crash Davis. How are you on this wonderful Saturday, Josh? Doing well. They uh, finally started that that Badgers game last night, so I could you know somewhat get to sleep at a decent time. But it was a little bit of a late night last night for sure. Oh, it's the the sports this weekend are just amazing. I mean, yeah. we're, we've got it, all kinds of things going on. It's it's you gotta love it. Preseason baseballs jumped into the mix. Yeah. Of course, the NCAA tournament where everybody's tearing up their brackets one by one here. Yeah. And then, of course, NBA, you know, our main sport. And then we have this monster golf sweat going this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're at the top three in a bunch of these huge contests. So we've got so much action going with, with uh, DFS and otherwise. This is mm-hmm. beautiful. I love it. My favorite time of the year. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Well, today we are covering all kinds of stuff here. It's going to be a, a short enough podcast where everybody has time to look at it, but we wanted to put it all together. So we're going to go over all four NBA games from the DFS standpoint. So there's that one early game. It's at 5 p.m. Eastern, Milwaukee, Minnesota. We're going to break that down. And then the three-game main slate tonight, uh, one 7 o'clock and two 8 o'clock games. We will break that one down also. And then we're going to give you our top two prize pick plays of the day. Since it's a short slate, we'll go with just two each for today. And then we're also, on top of that, going to build um, a two brains are better than one FanDuel GPP lineup from the three-game main slate. So if you didn't take notes, there will be a quiz later, and we expect (laughs) you to know all of this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is we've got you covered wall-to-wall NBA. That's the bottom line. Yeah. All right, let's do this early game, break it down for the folks. It is that 5 p.m. odd time Eastern game by itself. It is the Milwaukee Bucks and Minnesota Timberwolves. Milwaukee's favored by three, and it's a big monster 244 total. You don't see those often. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. it might be the biggest of the year, to be honest with you. Yeah. and uh, But it stands alone, so... Right. You know, unless you're playing uh, on some of these all-day slates, if you are, this certainly needs to be a key game. At 244, mm-hmm. uh, you're not playing around here. Uh, as far as uh, the game set here, Milwaukee's 44 and 26, Minnesota 41 and 30. Uh, Pat Connaughton is expected to be back. Mm-hmm. He's probable. He had that big wrist or thumb injury, but it looks like he's going to lace him up, uh, take a few minutes from somebody there in that rotation. And then on the Minnesota side, uh, Anthony Edwards is probable. Uh, We have some designations for questionable, though. Uh, Definitely affecting the depth of Minnesota if uh, the majority of these guys sit. That's McLaughlin, Reed, uh, the starter, uh, Jared Vanderbilt. And we already know uh, that Jaden McDaniels is out. So a few extra minutes for the main guys, especially if it stays close um, and a close spread, high total. A lot to like about this game, Josh, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a, that high total doesn't surprise me as I've been watching the Bucks. A lot of their games lately have been, you know, 120 to 118 or whatever. I mean, it's been pretty high scoring. So 
Yeah. What do you yeah, think right. about this game? Where, where are you leaning? Um, you know, I like I like Chris Middleton here, 7,700 on FanDuel. He scored 33-plus FanDuel points in eight straight games. He had a 59-point game and a 61-point FanDuel game there in the middle of that. And um, he's averaged about 40 FanDuel points against the Timberwolves in his last three games. They've allowed the fifth-most fantasy points to shooting guards. So I do like Middleton here. Uh, he's just been looking, you know, really, really um, – solid lately he's been very consistent with his shooting and stuff like that so I, I like Middleton um of course Giannis you know he's expensive obviously but he did have 76 uh fantasy points against Minnesota last time he played them he scored 53 plus and uh, FanDuel points in 12 of his last 13 games and has averaged about 60 uh and a half FanDuel points since the all-star break so he's really been wow. on it there yeah. Um, it's the all-star break, obviously. And for uh, Minnesota, I don't really know if I want to go to Carl Anthony Towns. He's averaged about 41 fantasy points in his last five games against Milwaukee, you know, with Giannis and Ibaka, and now Brooke Lopez is back. So I think that's going to be pretty tough on bigs going forward against Milwaukee. Um, I do like D'Angelo Russell at 6,800. Minnesota's or Milwaukee, excuse me, has allowed the eighth most fantasy points to shooting guards. They've struggled defending the three all year. So I think that D'Angelo Russell makes a lot of sense here. Very good. And in this game, by the way, Milwaukee's the ninth fastest pace and Minnesota's second. So that's mm -hmm. a big part of the reason for that big yeah. number. But it is a nice pace up game for Milwaukee. So that comes into play for me. Defensively, these teams are close to middle of the pack, really 14th and 13th. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's that big total really is deserved for this game. Um, the, you know, the two guys I'm going right to are the same two that you said, and it's no hot take. It is what it is. It's Chris Middleton and Giannis. I mean, those two guys have just been on a roll. Middleton's playing the best ball he's played all season. Uh, I just like both of these guys in a showdown kind of slate, if it's possible to fit them mm -hmm. if you have to choose. I think I'd probably believe it or not go Middleton just because I know Giannis has the monster monster ceiling, but I want to get some of this, uh, of the key players uh, from Minnesota in my lineup as well. Yeah. So uh, my favorite is Middleton. Then Giannis. Uh, I don't think I'm just, you know, gun shy with the Portis and Lopez now mm -hmm. sharing some center duty. So I'm not crazy about that. The whole Grayson Allen, George Hill, Wesley Matthews now, you know, Pat Connaughton back in the mix just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Drew's tough, but you got Pat Beverly. So somewhat of a Spider-Man versus Spider-Man man there. So mm -hmm. uh, just built in Giannis for me on that side. On the other side, I like the two three-point shooters. I like both of them. I like D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards. I think they both are going to be gunning here. Yeah. Milwaukee's Achilles heel is giving up the three, as you stated. So I would love to have both Russell and Edwards firing for me uh, on all cylinders here. I'm with you on Cat, a little bit pricey, and considering the interior defense, defense for Milwaukee, is uh, pretty darn good, and when Portis is in there on on him, he certainly can get out and defend that three better uh, mm -hmm. than most guys. And we know Lopez, you know, defensively gets it done. So, right, uh, you know, interesting game. It's a fun game for a showdown mm -hmm. slate, and I think uh, 
you know, you can get some really solid plays here. Yeah, definitely. All right, main slate, 7 o'clock and 2, 8 o'clock. And here's the interesting part, Crash. Out of these six teams, five of them played last night. Mm. So we've got the backside of a back-to-back. So you yeah. got to watch news all day. I guarantee you there'll be some of these guys that sit. Right. Uh, so we've got to follow the news. Watch us in Discord throughout the day. This is the time to join. We, Like we said at the beginning, we have all of these sports going on. And we're following all of them, you know, every single piece of news we're posting. We're all over it. And uh, go to dfscoachtalk.com, jump in. Even if you want to just try the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, three three days, 10 bucks. We also have a phenomenal baseball package that we're offering where you get from now until April 7th, the start of the baseball season for free with your baseball package. We also have a big giveaway taking place uh, as well. So check us out uh, on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk in order to see the rules to join into that contest. All right, that 7 o'clock game is the Dallas Mavericks and Charlotte Hornets. It's in Charlotte, but Dallas is favored by one, but they had a hotly contested game on the road yesterday. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Charlotte Hornets, uh, you know, they're – they are uh, hotly contested right now too, playing, trying to get into the playoffs. So mm -hmm. uh, this should be a barn burner. It's a 223 and a half total. We've got 112.25 for Dallas, 111.25 uh, for the Charlotte Hornets. Coming into this game, Dallas is 43 and 27, Charlotte 35 and 35. They finally got themselves to 500. Uh, two pieces of news. Reggie Bullock is listed as questionable. I read that he's going to be out. Theo Pinson, questionable. Tim Hardaway's out for a while. The only one out for Charlotte at this point is Gordon Hayward. So we've got both teams pretty much at full strength, other than uh, obviously Dinwiddie, who's been yeah. a, a real nice addition for the Mavericks. Uh, again, second night of back-to-backs, Dallas, slowest team in the league. That's the only concern mm -hmm. with going after a lot of Charlotte players. Um, Charlotte plays super fast, and defensively, Dallas sixth, Charlotte not, not good. They are down, uh, way down there. So the, the bottom line is, you know, you've got sort of a dichotomy of personalities here with speed versus slowdown, defense versus no defense, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, a lot caught in between. So a lot to unpack in this game, Crash. What uh, what are your initial thoughts? Well, the first thing is Jalen Brunson with Dinwiddie out. Um, that obviously stands out to me. 5,200 on FanDuel, 6,300 on DraftKings. Um, he was going to be one of the plays that I recommended anyway, even if Dinwiddie was going to play. But I still, I still like him here, obviously, um, even more now with with uh, Dinwiddie being ruled out. So, um, and then you know Dwight Powell. I know that you know it's probably not the biggest you know jump out of your chair for this guy, but Dwight Powell's forty two hundred on Fanduel, forty six hundred on DraftKings. But Charlotte's allowed the fifth most fantasy points to centers and the second most points. Uh, to center. So it's a good matchup for him. And then of course, Luca, um, 11, eight on DraftKings. That's a little steep. I don't know if I want to go there for sure. 
but like you said, they are bad defensively. Charlotte is, so it's it's definitely a possibility for me. Um, he averaged about 57 fantasy points against the Hornets in his last three games against them. And so I think that, you know, it's a solid play. Um, and there's not a lot of a lot of great payup options on this slate, obviously, with only three games. So you definitely at least have to consider him. And for the Hornets, the only player I'm really looking at is um, one of the two centers, either Mason Plumley or Montrez Harrell. I'm leaning more towards Plumley. He's he's had a higher ceiling lately. Um, he had 40 fantasy points against them last April when he played them, and he's only 4,900 on DraftKings. So with no big pay up at center this slate, I think that he makes a lot of sense. Very interesting. For me, I'm just, you know, locking in 100% all my lineups, Luka Doncic. Uh, I know it's a back-to-back, but mm-hmm. piece up game. Charlotte doesn't defend well. Uh, I know they'll put Rozier on them some. They'll mix around, maybe even try Miles Bridges a little bit. But Luca's on a roll. Uh, I just think this is a perfect spot. And on a three-game slate, really, it's he and LeBron, you know, as the Mm -hmm. two main payups. Right. So, you know, and LeBron's on a back-to-back, so we need that news. You know, I'm not sure if he plays or not. I would think he does, but Mm -hmm. uh, I I just think Luca's – too good to pass up here. Too much of a ceiling, a safe floor, you know, a game that's got a one-point spread with a fair total. So it's Luca or bust for me. Um, if I was to play a second Maverick, I'd go with you, Jalen Brunson, mainly because Dinwiddie's out because yeah. Brunson's taken somewhat of a smack uh, with Dinwiddie being there now, although mm-hmm. he did have an outstanding game the last game. But uh, – you know, he's definitely the second uh, banana here to Luca. So he's he's the guy I'd go to there. On the Charlotte side, I'm you know, Dallas's interior defense stinks. I mean, they cannot stop people in the paint. Yeah. I do agree Mason Plumley is tough as heck uh, in there, but I just you know, that overwhelming fact that Harold's just sitting on the bench. He's going to get minutes from Plumley. Plumley can get in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. They don't close with Plumley because he's shooting the all-time worst uh, free throw percentage in the history of the NBA this season. So, you know, to me, I'm going to go to the the two guys that I think that can cause a lot of trouble here, and you're going to be surprised because I think you'll see a lot of people go to Ball and Rozier. Those are the obvious ones. Mm-hmm. A lot of people go to Plumley and even some Harold because. Everybody knows Dallas can't stop centers. The two guys I like are guys that finish in the paint with authority. They play hard. They're aggressive. They can also knock down a three, and that's uh, P.J. Washington and Miles Bridges. Those are the two guys I'm focusing on on the Charlotte side. I think they fit better, and I think that the Mavs will have a lot more difficulty defending them. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty easy for me here. I like Luca uh, on that side with a possibility of Brunson. And the guys I'm focusing on right now are Bridges and Washington. Okay. That makes some sense, though. It does. Some sense, yes. Maybe, you know, <laughs> it's going to be contrarian, but that's okay, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, up and in an up and down pace game, you know, with, with Washington and Bridges, you know, those are two guys that can get up and down the court and, and more than the, the traditional big, like, you know, Plumley is. So I, I think that makes some sense. All right. Let's go to the other uh, two, eight o'clock games. So no late games tonight. Uh, 
The first 8 o'clock game is the Detroit Pistons at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland played last night uh, in a real close game down to the wire. Um, Detroit did not play. So that's mm -hmm. one, uh, you know, one break for them, but it's in Cleveland. So that'll make it a little bit tougher. Um, it, the spread in this game coming in is, um, Cleveland minus six and a half, only a two sixteen total. How about that? Two sixteen. you got two forty four wow. in that Bucks T Wolves game, yeah. only two sixteen in this game. Crazy. Mm -hmm. But Cleveland plays great D. Everybody knows that. There's no doubt about it. 104.7 implied for Detroit, very low. 111.25 for Cleveland, not exactly uh, blow it up uh, total even for the Cavs. Mm -hmm. Detroit's 19 and 51. Cleveland is 40 and 30. Uh, looks like we're going to get Cade Cunningham back after missing that last game. Uh, Killian Hayes, questionable which uh, if he sits, helps Corey Joseph a bit. And then the same other guys, Abdiolo, Jackson, and Smith. For Cleveland, we have a questionable tag on backup point guard Rajon Rondo. We know Jared Allen and Dean Wade are out at this point. Statistically, Detroit 12th fastest team in the league. Cleveland plays very slow. They're 28th, very mm -hmm. ball-controlled half-court offense. Defensively, Detroit, not good at all, 24th. And what's brought Cleveland to the prominence here of being a contender in the East is consistently they've been in the top five defensively, and they remain there at number five. So interesting to unpack here. Uh, what's your, your gut feel on Pistons-Cavs? Um, I don't want a lot of this game. I, I think that Laurie Markinen is probably my favorite play for the Cavs. He's 6,100 on FanDuel, 5,900 on DraftKings. Detroit's allowed the second most fantasy points to small forwards. So I do like him here. Um, of course, Darius Garland, you could go to. He's 9,100 on DraftKings, though. So his price is really going up. Um, Detroit's allowed the six most fancy points to point guards, and he's only scored less than 40 DraftKings points once in his last 10 games. So that's impressive. Been very consistent. Um, so he would be more of or of like a cash play on a medium type build for me. Interesting. And no pistons? No pistons. Nice. I just think Cleveland's defense is going to give them a lot of trouble. I could see this being one of those games like we saw last night where it gets ugly quick. Yeah. I'll tell you though, you have to mention Sadiq Bay, a yeah. real 51 the mm -hmm. last game. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing. I don't I don't see him keeping that up. I think he's gonna have some regression tonight, and that's gonna make it that much tougher for Detroit to stay in this game. So yeah, I, I think it's a tough one. You know, again, Cleveland did play their tails off last night. So if Pistons can hang in there, yeah, you know, that at least gives them a shot, you know. Mm -hmm. But a couple of things, you know, the, the Cavaliers have been starting Okoro and Stevens. They're two defensive specialists. Right. Neither one can really drop it in the ocean, but they're they're sticking with their, you know, defensive approach and they're bringing Lavert off the bench. So I'm not, yeah. you know, it's working for them. So who's to argue? But the thing is with Okoro and Stevens both playing, you know, they, they're going to lock some guys down. Probably Cunningham and Bay are going to have to feel mm. the brunt of that. Yeah. So it, it makes it difficult to want to pay all the way up for Cunningham in that scenario. 
So I do like him a little, but it's tough. Garland, I really like a lot. Um, but my only concern is what if this game does get out of hand? You know, mm-hmm. I know, you know, you can't really predict a, a blowout in a, a right. Vegas six and a half point spread. So Garland's consistency is very interesting to me. He may be the perfect complement to go with Luca to really, uh, you know, start to build an, an optimal lineup because we do have some, even though it's only a few games, we do have some value. So Garland's high on my radar. Markinen's coming off a monster game. He's in a groove, only 5'9", so that's hard to, mm-hmm. to get away yeah. from. Um, you know, Jeremy Grant will probably have that assignment. And I know Detroit's been getting hit pretty hard by small forwards, but Markinen's now playing the four because mm-hmm. with Allen out, Mobley, uh, Mobley moved to the five. So that scares me a little bit on Markinen after that monster game last night, mm-hmm. but he is in a groove, so I wouldn't blame you at that price. Uh, Mobley's the tempting one for me. He's seven seven, which is super fair to me at center, and he's going against an undersized Stewart. They'll bring Bagley in, who isn't exactly a defensive stopper. Um, the question is, do they get the monster minutes from Evan Mobley? I think if it stays close enough, they could. So he's somewhat one of my favorite centers on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really looking at a couple of calves here. Um, I'm not going to be as afraid to play this game just because, again, you know, when you have three games slate, uh, you know, I, I still want some exposure. If this was like last night, a 12-game slate or something, yeah. then you just skip by this game. But also want to know if Killian Hayes is out because if I need a value play to make up my lineup, I think Corey Joseph's not a bad play because mm-hmm. Garland's weakness is defense and he's, uh, Joseph is cheap at 4-7. If he's not having to split the game with Killian Hayes at point, he could be a sneaky guy to get you, you know, 20 yeah. some fantasy points. Yeah. All right, man. Final game already. Boom. Just like that. The other eight o'clock game, LA Lakers, Washington Wizards. Washington's favored by two. It's a 228 and a half total. We have a 113.25 uh, implied for the Lakers, 115.25 implied for the Washington Wizards. In this game, and by the way, stay tuned after we break this game up because we're going to give you not only our prize picks plays, mm-hmm. or our two top plays, we're going to build a FanDuel GPP like we do every Saturday. So yeah. we got a lot more to cover here. Lakers come into this game 30 and 40, Washington 29 and 40. So how about that? As much <laughs> as the Wizards have given up and all of that stuff and right. – Nobody, you know, they're almost the same record as the Lakers who went all in to try to win it this year. Hard to believe. Questionable tags. Carmelo Anthony, Wayne Ellington, THT. Guys that are out, Anthony Davis, Kendrick Nunn. I'm sure LeBron will be added to the questionable list at some point this morning. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just a given, but I do expect him to play. And then another shocker, Chris Tapp's Porzingis questionable. Yeah, that dude's an iron. He hasn't missed a game in years. <laughs> he, I'm gonna, I'll beat him up forever, man. Yeah, but he is questionable, and it does change everything in this game for Washington. There's no question about it because you know the rotation of bigs is completely different with Porzingis out. So, unfortunately, we really do need that news, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that we can get it. 
Statistically, Lakers sixth in pace, Washington 23rd. Defensively, Lakers 16, Washington 25th. What's your initial take here? Are you on the LeBron, LeBron side of the pay up tonight? Yeah, I am leaning more towards LeBron. Um, I know I, you personally, he's one of your favorite all-time players. My favorite I've player. heard you talk how much better he is than Jordan or anybody that's ever oh, laced. Yeah. Just messing around. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Um, yeah, so I, I do like LeBron, though. Um, I wasn't sure, and I'm still not sure if, if you know, if he's going to play, but he probably will. Um, like you say, he's been questionable almost every day. So, um 10,700 on FanDuel. I like that price. He did have 50 real points against Washington last Friday. Yeah. 71 fantasy points. So definitely a monster game for him. Um, Kyle Kuzma. I mean, he's definitely in play, especially if Porzingis is out. Uh, his price is falling down now. He's 7,000 on FanDuel only. He's 8,000 on DraftKings. So his price is still up there on there. But um, I still like him here. He had 35, you know, solid 35. Uh, fantasy points last Friday against the Lakers and this time he'll be at home so I figured he'll probably score a little bit more maybe closer to 40 maybe even more uh, especially if Porzingis is out if LeBron sits um, on FanDuel I do like Westbrook at 6,900 I think that's oh are you serious yeah going back to Washington kind of like the Houston play that I had a couple you know when you were down there for that game yeah uh, kind of the same kind of deal for me and then for some value, which we haven't really had much of any on this slate, I like Austin Reeves, 3,500 on DraftKings. Um, he had 33 DraftKings points last night in Toronto, and he had 24 last Friday um, against Washington. So I do like the value here with Reeves. And uh, that's that's probably about it for me. If Porzingis plays, you know, you can go to him too. He's 7,500 on both sites. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, this this game's a tough one. We we really do need the news for sure on LeBron and on Chris Chris Stapps because that just you know filters everything around. So mm-hmm. we we'll get it when we need it though because we do have those two eight o'clock games. So we right. may be flopping, but we still should be safe. You know, I'm with you. I I get if LeBron does, he's not even on the injury list yet. If for some reason he sits, I'm with you. Westbrook is tempting. I know he's he's been such a dud, but it is in Washington, like you said, mm-hmm. and I think that gives a little interest there. Only if LeBron sits for me, I am not playing Westbrook if LeBron plays. Right. Um, you know, Wenyan Gabriel got the start. I think he may start again, and he's the Deadman three K. Mm. He might not be the worst play in the world here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With some of those guys out for the Lakers, if you really need a cheap play. I mean, yes, only 500 more, more bucks for Austin Reeves, but if Gabriel can get enough minutes, he blocks shots, he he gets rebounds, you know, I don't think he's going to break the slate for you, but if you're looking for a path maybe to have both Luka and LeBron or something like that, mm-hmm. you're going to have to grab like a, a guy like Wenyan Gabriel. So, yeah. The the jury's still out on on that for me, but Let's just see how these lineups pan out and go from there. But uh, on that side of the ball, you know, that's really what I'm looking looking at is uh, if LeBron plays, he's definitely in play for me. Mm-hmm. He gets more toward Russell and then Wenyon for the, the real super savings. Um, 
on the Washington side, Kuzma's price, like you said, it's free fold. I mean, he he was yeah. up there like a 10K for a while. Oh, I know. So, I mean, he hates the Lakers. They they sold him out. They gave up on him. They moved him on. I just I know he gets fired up to play them every time. And at his price, I can't pass him up. I love Kuzma in this game. Mm-hmm. He's my favorite, uh, one of my favorite plays on the slate. Yeah. And uh, he'll make pretty much all my lineups. Yeah, I definitely agree. If Porz- if Porzingis plays, he's tempting because 7-5 is still a good price. Mm-hmm. But if he sits, then you can look at a bunch of value guys. Gafford, Hashimura. I mean, you can really start you know, getting another really good value piece. So I'm hoping he sits, actually, because yeah. if I can get a nice you know sub-4K uh, guy from the Lakers and the Wizards, it makes everything else fall into place pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Anything else on that game? No, that that was it for me. It's going to come down to that Porzingis news. It's going to be big, and and if somehow LeBron sits, then I'm going to be playing Westbrook and Colton. All right, let's Whatever. announce our two top prize picks plays of the day uh, for this slate, and we're going to look all four games coming to play on prize picks. So we will choose our two top plays from that group of plays. So who is your second best play on prize picks for today, Saturday, March the 19th? I'm going to go with Mason Plumley over five and a half points. I think that that's very attainable. Um, Dallas has, of course, struggled against the bigs all year, like we talked about. He had 13 points when they played last April. So five and a half to me seems very doable. I love it. My second top play of the uh, night, I'm going, even though I had a sweat out like a maniac last night for Cameron Payne uh, to get that second three, it was, I watched every possession and every time he got the ball, I watched him try to get to the three point line. And I only, it was one and a half and he got the second one. So big shout out, by the way, Uh, we had a, a fantastic meeting and we joined uh, this partnership with our our buddies, mm-hmm. I, they're the Fortune Four. Four. I call them the Fantastic Four because they're awesome, and they put their top play, and we're putting our top play together every day. We're uh, releasing that uh, on Twitter, so you can catch catch them uh, at Fortune Four. I believe is is theirs. We're mm-hmm. at DFS Coach Talk, and uh, they they did a great job with Neto over assists, and we had that. Uh, our play come through with Cameron Payne. So I'm going right back to the well here with over two and a half three-pointers made for D'Angelo Russell against the Milwaukee Bucks, who'd give up a lot of threes. And I think he fires away. Yep. Yeah, they definitely do that. Um, I'm going to go for my top play. I'm going to go with Giannis over 31 and a half points. He had 40 wow. against him earlier this year. He's averaged about 36 points a game in his last five games. So I'm going to take the over. Um, not extremely confident in that play, but there just wasn't a whole lot on this prize picks board at this time. So that is one of my, one of my plays um, that I do like. Solid. I mean, it's a 244 total. You know, he'll, yeah. he'll definitely get his portion of that, no doubt. Right. Yep. My favorite play on the, the board today is Miles Bridges over three and a half free throws made. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Again, Dallas interior, not good. Bridges, those drives where he elevates, he's going to draw a lot of fouls from the, the Mavs. And I think, uh, you know, his free throw percentage has been very steady this year. He does a good mm-hmm. job at it. And I just think that he can get to four or more pretty easily. And I feel real confident about it. I, I really like Miles Bridges over three and a half free throws made. I like it. All right, man. Now we go to FanDuel. We are going to be build a FanDuel GPP. Two brains are better than one. We'll be posting that on our Twitter. And we'll also be uh, updating so you can follow on Twitter if you're not a member. If you're in our Discord, you'll see all our, our changes, updates, and if you're not in our Discord, why aren't you? It's DFS Coach Talk. We love you. Come to see us. That's yeah. like I do. Uh, what's uh, Mike, uh, Myers. Mike Myers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mini me. Uh, Mini me is no longer around, so I just have to do it alone. Come on, yeah. we love you. <laughs> Luka Doncic is my first pick, sir. Luka Doncic. I should have seen that one coming. You ever heard of that guy? Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> Uh, just kidding. He's definitely one of the best players in the league. I'm going to take Brunson and move on shooting guard. So we're going with two Mavericks right off the bat. Look at Dirk. He just about jumped off the wall. Come on now. Let's go. Yes. I am going to go with small forward hitting a bunch of threes today and making a ton of foul shots. Miles Bridges. (laughs) All right. Um, I will take. I'm assuming we're not going to be going LeBron here. So I'm going to take Kuzma at power forward. I love Kuzma at power forward. I'll take our, our cheap guy to make everything else work. Again, this is a GPP, so I can do it. $3,500 dead men, Wenyan Gabriel. Okay. Only need 20 from him, and I'll be thrilled. What is he, power forward? Yes. Okay. And you oh. took Kuz at power, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oops. It put him in at small. There we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, I'm deciding here. I no th- worries. You're on you're just on the clock and you could forfeit yeah. your pick, but no stress. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with um Plumley at center. Plum dog millionaire. We got a Dallas and Charlotte stack going here almost. Plumley shooting foul shots. Watch him today. It's by the way, I mentioned it 36%, worst in the history wow. of the NBA for a season. He's gone, he's so bad now. He's shooting them one-handed with his left hand, and he's right-handed. <laughs> so you know you're digging. Next thing I would think the Rick Barry underhand toss. Underhand, yeah, yeah. I mean, what does he have to lose? Right. At this point. This point, yep. Um, let's see here. This is where it gets a little bit tricky because we do have a game stack. I don't want it to get completely out of control. Mm-hmm. But I, we only have 6,633 per guy the rest of the way. You know, I know you don't like him today, and it's a tough matchup, but 
Let's say Sadiq Bey regresses from 51 real points in half to like 24. Okay. I think he can do that. 5,600, that's a still a good price. It's just too cheap. Yeah. So that gives us a lot of money for our shooting guards. Mm-hmm. Well, we can have I take one, Darius Garland? We have one point guard left too, so I'm, oh, I'm I don't have to... that. I just have – well, it doesn't matter. They're interchangeable. If I take Darius Garland at either point or shooting guard, that would give you 5,800 left for a shooting guard. Yeah, I'm trying to set you up Either way. Yep, I'm trying to set you up here. He didn't have a good game against the Lakers last time, but I still like him um, in a little bit of a revenge matchup. So I'm going to go with Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Caldwell-Poop. I mean Pope. (laughs) All right. Okay, I love it. Here it is. Luka Doncic, Jalen Brunson, Darius Garland, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Miles Bridges, Sadiq Bay, Wenyan Gabriel, Kyle Kuzma, and Mason Plumley, the file shoot shooting expert. Yes. That is the squad. We only left $200 on the board, but enough if we have to make some switches or flips here. And, uh, you know, we got our pay up guys that we wanted. Love that lineup, man. This is my mm-hmm. favorite we built in a while. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I really do like it. I'm locking that sucker in. All right, my friends, that is it. That covers everything. So watch this. You've got everything set for the day. Your single game Milwaukee game. You've got your main slate set. You've got your prize pick set. You've got your FanDuel GPP set. I mean, you know, we're here for our people. That's what we're here for. So uh, definitely check out our uh, at DFS Coach Talk so you get to see our Fortune Four and Coach Talk combo picks for the day mm-hmm. on Prize Picks, and then tomorrow um, I'll be back solo uh, for a nice nine-game slate. It's a split mm. afternoon and evening, so I'll put that out early in the morning so we get all of that covered. And then my day's not over, uh, Crash. I get to go from one right. handsome, good-looking young man in in Josh Davis to another one in Mister Gundacker. So I'll be on with him at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern live. Just look up Gundacker or DFS Coach Talk. We'll have the, that link posted uh, this afternoon. So any final words, Chief? Yeah, like you said, we started the show with, you know, we got all, all the sports going on this weekend. So just want to encourage everybody to sit back, relax, and enjoy all of them. And hopefully we'll sit back and win some money. That's the plan. And that will be good for me. I'm going to try. It's, it's going to be really bizarre because I'm so invested in this golf tournament because yeah. we're at the very top. But how can you miss March Madness? But my gig is NBA. So I'm going to have a, a huge headache trying to watch all this stuff today. Yeah, that's major conflict of interest there. I love it. I am yeah. in my glory. So, well, listen, thank you so much, everybody, for listening in. Uh, We got this in pretty good piece uh, of time considering all the stuff that we added in there. So appreciate you. Thank you for listening. We'll certainly be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.